Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day when I saw that hers come rolling for to carry my mother away. Will the circle We are back on Circle Unbroken. I'm your host, Taft Ayers, and I'm joined in by my man, my man, the myth, the legend, Coach Mike. Welcome back, sir. Good afternoon. (laughs) That's like this. Guess who's back? Yeah. Back again. (laughs) Coach Mike's here. Tell a friend. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Did you like having an intro? With um, what's his name? Uh, Eminem. That was a little Eminem yeah. music for you. Get, get I you never know there. what intro I'm going to get you from know, you. So. you know. Sometimes, I, sometimes I come. I just hope like I can this. live up to half of it. Dear, dear friends and brethren, we are gathered here today yeah. for brother Mike. Ooh, brother Mike. Ooh. Brother Mike. Brother Michael. Oh boy, we we are starting off stupid. We only go up from here. Yeah, and it's not fair to say we. Coach, I'm starting off stupid. You're just here for the ride, man. You just like what? Well, but, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a roller coaster, <laughs> man. Right. You know, it's it's a thrill a minute. Isn't <laughs> you it? don't know what you're gonna get. <laughs> My wife says that every morning. I wake up and she'll be like, "I know you're gonna be dialed up today. How dialed up?" And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. At least she doesn't say dial down. Yeah. The only question is how many cups of coffee have you had between mm-hmm. now and, you know, between right. then and now. Right. Yeah. You know? I, I told somebody some behind At the four in the afternoon, stuff. you're probably pretty well oiled <laughs> up right. in the caffeine areas. <laughs> well, let me tell you what my wife did. This is my favorite. This is my favorite segment. I think we should go back over all the episodes and let me tell you what my wife said. Like, those are some of the best things. She said to me, I had a meeting yesterday with a guy and it was an afternoon, almost early supper meeting. We were talking about this show and, and some cool sponsors. Sponsorship ideas, sponsors, if you're out there, listen up. Uh, yeah, we are willing to talk. To That's right. We had a late um, talk, and, and one of the things that I started doing later on was uh, I started drinking more and more coffee. And, dude, I don't drink coffee at night. I've got to hit that age of my life where it's a, it's a problem. And so we're back home, and I'm laying in bed, and I'm laying in bed, and I told her, I said, baby, I'm wired like I am just wired up and she started laughing like bless your heart don't keep me awake I was going to yeah. say there's another and, room uh, in there yeah. go and I said baby I'm wired and and she didn't miss a beat and she wasn't joking she said just pray and I go what and she goes sometimes when I'm wired up and I've had too much I just pray to God calm me and I go okay I got caffeine running through my veins and I believe in God I, but but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say the prayer and she goes just believe it just do it and just go to sleep. Well, dude, Mike, I slept like a baby. I, it was, no, it was a mind over matter thing. I was, I was literally laying there saying, I mean, when you can lay down, it doesn't matter how much coffee you've had. If you're laying down and you say over and over again, God, calm me, God, calm me, God, God. Dude, that's what I did. And there may be people right now laughing, uh, but I bet I slept better than you. <laughs> I mean, dude, it was a good night. And Yeah, it's, it's amazing to me how much credit we give caffeine. Correct. You know, uh, correct. It, yes. It's a stimulant. It it right. will help you. It if you're tired, right? You're going to go to sleep. Right. You know, right. caffeine. All it all it will do is is make you toss and turn a little bit more in the ten minutes before you fall asleep. Amen. Uh, and so, uh, so you know, that's I've I used to be really careful about it, and then I've gotten less and less careful. Uh, now I do 
pay attention. You know, after nine o'clock, I don't get the sun drops or the, you know, I get decaffeinated coffee right, in right, the evening right. or whatever. But uh, I think we give it too much credit or too much blame. Sure. To tell you the truth. I think a lot of it is, is our lifestyle. Like, like you said, stuff running through your head. I've had more problems with that than I have with a caffeine or chemical situation wiring me up. I've had more stress and, and stuff from day to day stuff. Now, not, not nearly as much since I retired, right? right. but I can remember those days. I can <laughs> yeah, remember those yeah. nights when, you know, I got school stuff going on. I got coaching stuff going on. I got stuff with my girls going on as far as, you know, activities and, and making sure I make time to go to those right. things yeah. or deciding which activity I'm going to have to miss because I can't make every one of them. And, uh, you know, those, those things used to keep me, you know, those, those would wire me. I like, I like your statement. We give coffee too much credit because it does. Oh yeah. I it mean, helps. I, I mean, it's but what, what a t-shirt idea. God greater than coffee. Yeah. <laughs> like some people be like, I ain't buying that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Mule town might not sell that. Yeah. Shirt. It, oh, I don't know. Gracious man. Well, this is what I just mentioned. Mule town. I mentioned sponsors. Um, coach, I want to talk today about publicity. Okay. I, I want to talk about that word. Um, as I was mentioning to you earlier before we kicked off this show, um, I always like to speak, teach, train, and I like to start by saying, let me give you one word. And I give them one word and they kind of like gnaw into it or, or camp out on it. And so, Coach, when I give you the word or when I give our listening audience the word publicity, okay, where's your brain go? Let's just Noise. do a little exercise here. Noise. Okay. And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. Uh, okay. Of course, P.T. Barnum made a famous statement. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Mm -hmm. Correct. Uh, Correct. I tend to take that with a grain of salt. Sure. I think there can be some problems with it, but it's noise. It, it's it's letting people know something's going on, right. whether it's about you, about somebody else, about something else, uh, about what you're, again, what you're doing, your team, your, your company, whatever. Sure. It, it's making noise and getting somebody to turn their head and take a look. And you're going, here's the thing. There's going to be noise. It's not always quiet. And so you have to decide who's going to make it. Like who, who's going to make the noise. Is it going to be somebody else making the noise? That can be negative publicity. If you're making the noise, it can be positive publicity. There's even some types of marketing that have taken place. And this is not today's episode. I know we, we did one recently where it was primarily business today. We're talking about business, church, community, whoever, but there's certain types of marketing now where different companies are controlling the narrative. They're saying, Hey, we did this poorly. We did this bad. And now we're changing it. Domino's did that recently that they jumped on board and they let people know about different surveys and things about their pizza. Mm -hmm. And they switched it, flipped it and changed it. Like they took control of a narrative of some marketing person said, Hey, let's say this, let's say this piece about us and, and twist it or change, acknowledge it, it and then yeah. control it, do, doing know. what you can do. Now I've got a book uh, upstairs and it's called all marketers are liars. And, and that's, that's the book. That's a, it's a catchy title. Mm -hmm. And, and when he does it, uh, Seth, Seth Godin did it. And when he talks about it, he says, they're all telling something. The community that, that you are speaking into decides if you're a liar or if you're telling the truth because you're saying something. You're making mm -hmm. noise, to your point earlier. And I was thinking about this because 
we I also know what you said about P.T. Barnum with no no publicity. You know, there's no such thing as bad publicity. You know, it's, it's good. And I, I still remember one of the things that was said to him where somebody called what he was doing. They, they called it a circus, you know, and they were they were talking terribly about it. the guy wrote about it. And Barnum said, thank you. Like, like, thank you for calling us that. Thank you for telling us what a what a bleep show we were, because I'm going to charge people money to come and see the show. Just you know? see how bad it really yeah. is. You know, and and you you look at that and you you can spin that into something like that. Also, uh, it's been said before when it comes to Google reviews with companies, if somebody just murders you, if somebody just slaughters you, if somebody just says all these things about you, one of the greatest things you can do, and I and I train companies to do this, is to go and to respond. To go and to respond to those reviews. The worst kind of review is not the negative review. The worst kind of review is the one that you don't attend to if you don't say something back. If, if I'm running a uh, HVAC company and it's Taft's HVAC and Mike gets upset, can't get what he wants, doesn't get good service, and Mike puts that into the open air and says these things about us. And I look at that and go, well, I ain't touching that. Well, it's just left out there. It's left out there. For well, you let me control the narrative at yes. that point and if I instead respond, of responding to yeah. it. And when I respond and tell you, hey, I'm sorry, like, I'm, I'm sorry that this happened. I'm sorry that this is taking place. I'm sorry, et cetera, et cetera. Please call this. I, we would love to talk to you in person. All of a sudden, it's letting the community read that and then go, OK, they followed up. Did this person really? Well, one of the one of the worst things a, a person can do, and I, I've I've talked about this with about athletes. I've talked mm-hmm. about this uh, politicians. The American public is a very forgiving public, right? And if, if you get blasted about something, one of the best things you can do is acknowledge it, sure, and say, "Okay, I screwed up." Right. right. If, if nothing else, I've screwed up in your perception. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You yes. know, if yes. nothing else, yes. e- even if I don't think I did anything wrong, at least. It came across to you that I did something wrong, and I'm going. To, I want to address that. I want right. to fix that. I want to, you know. And if you'll do that, the American public is. It tends to be a very forgiving if you right make your corrections. If you, you, know, if you take athletes, some time to athletes, be sorry athletes, about athletes it. Athletes and politicians right. are are notorious. You know. Well, they get accused. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I have nothing. I've never had relations with that woman. You know all that stuff. And you basically had. You know, said, yes, I did it. I was wrong. I'm sorry. I'm going to pay my dues and I'm going to, I'm going to change things. I'm going to fix things. Now, as long as you actually do that, people are are very forgiving and and they'll, (laughs) especially athletes, they'll rally back behind you. Right. Right. Yes. And and stuff. Uh, You know, uh, you know, Ray Lewis was, was. You know, a thug. I mean, he was a thug. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Off the field as well as on the field. Yeah, right. And he count. You know, he got to the point in his career where the negative publicity off the field was about to blow his career. And he finally just said, "You know, you're right. I'm a bad dude. Right. And I need to change. Right. I'm not going to change what I do on a ball field because that's made me millions of dollars. But off the field, and he started attending." Uh, sell, you know, help stuff. And then he started, you know, once he kind of turned around, he started being an advocate for victims, an advocate for change and, and stuff, and went from being that hated figure to being a beloved off the field figure who was a fierce competitor. And he's a name now that you want, and, you want for motivation. Yeah. You want religiously, 
team wise, uh, business. I mean, he he's highly sought after yeah, now, and and he took control of the by acknowledging right, right. You know, one of the, one of the things I, I I try to tell students, you know, somebody's teasing you, laugh, sure, because what they want is you to get mad, right. Yeah, yeah, no, that's I want that's you accurate. to get mad. That is Don't accurate. get mad. Laugh at Laugh right. with them about right. it. Make funny because, okay, they have hit on something that everybody thinks is funny. Okay. <laughs> Acknowledge it. It's funny. Sure. Now, do you have to like it? No. But right. acknowledge it. Right, right. Deal with it. And you're going to be amazed how fastly, how fast. Boy, that was a good one, English teacher. <laughs> uh how quickly yeah. things either shift to somebody else sure. or improve for you. Well, and it doesn't have to be here. I think here's what happens a lot of times. I think we view people as icky when it feels like spin. I think, I think sometimes what happens and I'm not playing advocate here, but what I'm saying is I think sometimes people look at it and say, okay, they're, they're just doing this because, or they're just saying this due to, well, I think we need to remove that from our thought process and say, Hey, people are talking, people are taking ownership. People are looking and saying, Hey, this, this is not ideal. Like we acknowledge that this is less than ideal. We, we are telling you that we wish that this was not happening as opposed to just completely ignoring it. Now there are some things in life that are so absurd and so asinine that people don't respond to. They'll say, I'm not going to dignify this with a response, but you just responded. I exactly. You, you, well, you're responding in some way, form, or fashion, right? And and I do think you look at that. I've I've been in the inner workings of companies before, where something was so wild that they said, "Hey, forget that." You know, my my not acknowledging that will be the response. Then there's other things where somebody takes away a or a form, or they do something in a publicity standpoint. You say, "Okay, we've got to acknowledge this." And it goes back to that Hoosiers quote when in Hoosiers he talks about, "Hey, there's two types of crazy." You remember that? He says, "There's the kind that gets naked and howls at the moon, uh, and then there's the one that does it in your front yard." One you can laugh at, the other you're forced to deal with. Yeah. There's there's those two types. If you're putting it out into the abyss or if you're doing it right here in the missiles directed mm-hmm. at me. And, and, you know, I have my closest people in my life remind me, hey, I know you feel the need to defend right here, but this one's not pointed at you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I want to protect him. Like, hey, he, in this situation, they might not need it or they might not do that. And so I think when we look at our public perception, no matter who we are, business, church, community leader, coach. Uh, whoever that might be, a public role comes with great praise. A public role comes with great opportunity. A public role also comes with great condemnation and criticism and can, it can also come with a quick dismissal. And so when you look at that from a, from a public perspective, there's going to be a narrative. There's going to be things saying people saying things out there. I was describing a leader recently and I said, look, he is a really good guy. And the response to me was, yeah, but what are the results? There's a lot of good guys. There's a lot of good girls not doing what he, what he or she does. And I said, sure, but what, what can be trained or developed here with this individual? And I think a lot of times the public perception, which is publicity, the public perception can feed into different things in a way that's bad. There is a church about an hour from here, and I have said in the past everything that one could say about a church in a negative way. 
And, and I, I repent for that here. Everybody hear me. I repent for that because it was a church I looked at and it looked like a mega mall. Uh, it was a church that, that people had called it before six flags over Jesus. They had said things about it because of how big and, and, you know, really, um, not obnoxious, but it, it was just a huge facility where you looked at it and went, okay, this, I know this, that our kingdom's not of this world, but that kind of looks like a kingdom, you know, things you can say and assessments you can make. And then Mike, I got to work with that church and know that church. And then I got to hear their leaders talk to people in a biblical way. I even got to hear somebody at that church. And I'd said things about this church. I, I, am, I am guilty. I heard this cool story. A guy calls them. It's peak COVID. Okay. And this church was doing things outside where they were having these uh, outside revivals, outside preaching. And it became huge. It became so big that this one guy was driving from about 45 minutes away to go there every week because he was happy that they weren't shutting the church down. And I'm going somewhere with this. This guy went there. And when he went there, his one of his daughters, a younger girl, got so infatuated with the church. She liked the way the man was preaching. She liked the way that they were worshiping. She was just all about it. And she came and she told her dad that she loved it so much and that she had heard the preacher talking and that she wanted to be baptized. And so the guy, the guy loved it. He called up the church. And I don't care where you are doctrinally or if you even care about stuff like this, but I want you to hear it. The guy called the church and the preacher there lovingly talked him through this. And he said, hey, this little girl right here has the purest of hearts. Like she is such a pure little girl. And this is something that, that our church believes that she should do later in life. Well, we think that she should do it later in life. And he gave her, gave the man a couple of scriptures of why he thought that he didn't condemn the man for the little girl wanting to come be baptized. He told him this and I learned about it. And when I learned about it, my man told me this and he said, he said something to me. He said, Hey man, I want to talk to you about this because I know that you're affiliated to these churches and this type. And I go, yeah, that's not even one of our types of churches. And then they told him that. And he said, so I've never been so lovingly and biblically told no in my life. And he said, I want to go back. I want to go back over and over again to that place. Well, I tell you this story coach to tell you that again, it doesn't matter if you're hearing this and you agree or disagree with that. What I'm saying is it's a church that really, they have thousands of people. They could have baptized that little girl and moved on. Mm -hmm. hey, we got another, you know, confession or whatever they wanted to phrase it in their, in their marketing. And the guy told him, he said, Hey man, I think that this will mean more for her later in life. And the guy loved it. And so from the outside, no one would ever know that story from the outside. You would say, Oh, this place is just a big, they got a roller coaster mm -hmm. or they got a, they, they did a Jonah and the whale thing one time. It was this huge sand fish that they made outside mm -hmm. and, and people were like, Oh, what a waste of the Lord's funds. It's like, hey, maybe somebody volunteer. Like what I'm saying is from a publicity standpoint, Hey, there's things that are put out there, but if you get to know the heart of a place and you get to show the heart of a place, I told their preacher, I talked to him afterwards and I said, Hey man, that's a story y'all need to tell. That's a story you need to tell about how you love people and you walk through people and you do this. And I said, and you will generate the good kind of publicity, the good kind that says, hey, we love people. We're not a yes, yes, yes church, but we're a place that says, hey, we love you and we'll walk through while we make our decisions. We're going to be back on Circle and Broken talking about publicity 101. 
Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad Bobby Parks and my great granddad Julian Mays in 1958. We've been family owned the whole time, and being family owned, locally owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. 
The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. We are back rocking and rolling on Circle Unbroken. I'm your host, Taft Ayers, joined in by my man, Open Mike. Welcome back. Glad to be here. We are talking today about one word, and that word is publicity. Now, there's different kinds of publicity, as we've mentioned. There's the good kind. There's the bad kind. There's the bad kind where we think, hey, this is this is negative. This is tough. This is somebody going out and saying, so-and-so provided me medical treatment. So-and-so provided me service. So-and-so did this, and they failed at it. That's negative. If I'm in the service industry, I don't want that kind of publicity. Now, what I can do is if I'm taking care of somebody, if somebody is upset, if somebody is so mad that they went public on a review or spouting off about me, I can address that. And that is the admirable, right, and profitable down the road thing to do. If I'm in the entertainment business, if I'm in the business of trying to get more people to know my name, not basically because of a service that I provide only, but I need brand recognition. Okay, say whatever you want to about me. Talk about your concert experience. Talk about Just don't the ignore event. me. Right. Just keep, <laughs> keep my name in your mouth. That means you're thinking about me. Now, I want to tell a story, Coach, uh, that goes along, uh, along the lines of this, okay? Coach, I'm in college. And I go to a Christian school, you know, in, in, in the country. And so we would have to make decisions on where we were going to go. Now, if it was a huge, big event, we'd go to Nashville. If it was a, a nighttime meal, uh, a date or a group outing, we'd go to Jackson. Okay. And this isn't disparaging the town that it's in. That's just what would happen. But if we I, wanted, have, I have a similar situation yeah, in, in another thing. state. Yeah. And if we wanted to do, I'm trying to protect the names of all yeah. the institutions uh, and, and the movement. Yeah, of course, as soon as you said to yeah. Jackson, anybody right. that right. knows this. I'm like, yeah, it was a long haul from Bethel. No. Yeah. And so, so, and then if you wanted to mix it up somewhere in the middle, not a huge event, but not a regular dinner. We go to Memphis. Like, like, like th- these were our little moves of, of things that we would do. Well, a group of us winds up in Memphis, and we wind up, a bunch of college boys, going to the Mid-South Coliseum on a Thursday night to see what was called at the time uh, the WWE 
Thursday night thunder. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we went we went back to this. You know what? I think I even got it wrong. The names have changed so much. I think at that time it was I know I've got listeners. WWF, wasn't this. it? No, it was WCW. WCW. Okay. Thunder. World Championship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. With everybody. It was all intermarried and all this stuff. But it was, I do remember it was Thursday Night Thunder at the Mid-South Yeah, we need, to, we need to get our friend Chandler. He's, yeah, he, he could he, tell. He's me. the promoter he, that would he, know that. He could, he could talk about those moves. So we go and, and we're there and 20 guys from the local Christian school, we wound up ringside, second row. Okay. So we're ringside second row. Televised event, right? Televised uh, yeah, event. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Having the time of our lives. Okay. Now I'm t- I'm talking to I mean, we're we're going nuts. We we were having a good time. It was it was fun. It was it was a and it wasn't even that expensive for us. And so we, we got these seats and we were there and we were doing it. Well, about three quarters of the way through a guy comes up to us and taps us on the back. And he's like, hey, dudes, dudes, hey, 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 hey. And we made quick friends with this guy. Apparently, he had been sitting about four or five rows back. He said, hey, I need to can you come up on y'all's row so I can do something. Well, we're, we're young 20-year-old guys. And instead of questioning him, you know what we said? Here's what, here's what 20-year-old boys say. What do you want to do? <laughs> and he said, look, I'm in a band. I'm in a band, and I'm trying to get some publicity for the band. And we said, okay, how are you going to do that? He goes, well, I, w- I want to stand here with y'all on, on this row, and I'm going to take off my jacket. And on the back of my shirt, I've got the name of my band. And so we're like, go ahead, dude. Like, like go ahead and take it off. So he takes off his big coat. He's wearing his white shirt. And, Coach, on the, <laughs> on the back of his shirt. On the back of his shirt, written written in Sharpie, is the name of his band. And if you want to talk about publicity, I'm telling the story in 2023, okay? Um, But the name of his band was Earth. U-R-T-H. Earth. And he was like explaining us the meaning of it. He's like, I just need to get the name of my band on TV. And so I need to get the name of it on TV with, with this shirt right here. And we said, okay. I said, but dude, listen, man, look, look, look. the camera's hitting us from both sides. And so you still got the Sharpie on you? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he pulls it out. And so then we write Earth, U-R-T-H, on the front of his shirt. And so you've got all these clean-cut boys from, from this local school. And you got this long-haired, white, raggedy T-shirt with Earth written on it. And, dude, we, we, were start, we started to mess with him. Hey, there's a camera. And so he'd, like, open up his arms wide open. Hey, there's a camera. And he's turning and going, well, here's what we learned a little bit later in the night, Coach. The man wanted publicity so bad. That we learned that he'd do almost anything for it. And I mean anything. And we also learned that he had done some things previously to our encounter that made him bold and courageous to do those things. So he had a little bit of liquid yeah, courage. Yeah, you say, had, had yeah, some yeah. help. Had a little some bit help, of liquid but... courage. And, and to my Christian school uh, that gave us the diplomas, our group did not have liquid courage that night. Okay, I, I want them to know that. All right? And so, but, but we did aid in a bet. A lot this more guy. important that they knew that. During the time you <laughs> we were right. there, I'm still convinced. I'm still convinced that there's the statute of limitations. They can still get us. They put enough fear in us that I'm still waiting for the the phone call from the dean, coach. Uh, and so he's got this shirt and he's got it on, and he looks at us and he says, I, "I think I can get more." And I go, "Look, you can." The ultimate way for people to know who Earth is, we're on the second row. You got to get in the ring, brother. 
And he looks at me and goes, this is a great idea. And I said, but hey, man, don't do it when like the big guys are out here. I said, don't, don't, don't do it when the, the big dudes are out here. Wait until there was a part of it that was called the LWO. And it was the Latino World Order. I said, wait till those guys come out there because I, 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 we looked at them and we said, because they're little. <laughs> and you could run out there and it'll be fine. Coach, coach. Did you forget that, that there's a security group that goes oh, oh, with them that aren't story, so little? This story rocks. He, <laughs> we go, this is your moment. Go. We part the sea for him. He climbs over the chairs. He dives into the ring. And as he as he dives into the ring and he's going to stand up and so earth for his big t-shirt there is a a luchador one of the LWO guys who's on the top rope and he does a backflip and lands on him smacks him on the ground security runs in jumps on top of him covers him up and when we watch the replay on it you could never see his T-shirt. It was almost like edited out of the production. And I have loved this story forever because sometimes the things you'll do for publicity are a complete fat waste. Sometimes you get, and, and I got two thumbs pointing at this guy right here, okay? Sometimes you'll get terrible counsel on what to do for publicity. Man, do this and everybody will know you. Do this and everything will be great. Go out and do that. And I have known people in the entertainment industry. I've known people in business. I've known people in private practice and all these different areas that will do some things for pub. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. One of my favorite guys that I know, he is a, actually two of the guys that I'm going to talk about are both real estate moguls. Like they, they, they've done a lot in a, in a small space with real estate. And one of them told me one time, he said, I don't carry business cards. I said, like, at all? What about when somebody needs your information? He goes, well, that's a lie. It's not that I don't carry business cards. I just have a non-traditional business card. And he pulls out a bottle of hot sauce. And the man travels with bottle of hot sauces that have his image and name on them. And he gives people hot sauce. And I said, you, you, like, you, you legitimately give people bottles of hot sauce? And he said, yeah. He said, good luck throwing a bottle of hot sauce away. He goes, you feel like it's a waste. He goes, it's a, it's a, it's a glass bottle. And he goes, everybody who has that bottle of hot sauce is going to like slide it over on their desk, put it over somewhere. He goes, you're going to throw a bottle of hot sauce away. And I said, whoa, if they do, you're out like seven bucks, dude. But he told me, he said, you know what? It's a different kind of publicity. He said, I realized more and more offices I went to. And this is how I came up with this, coach. And, and those who can't see me right now, I just grabbed a screwdriver. I'm holding it like it's a mock bottle of hot sauce. But he said, I went to so many people's offices where when it was lunchtime and they would carry in lunch, they could retrieve a bottle of hot sauce. They, they, mm-hmm. they knew where to get it. And he knew his demographic. And he goes, so I just decided to become the bottle. Why not? And I said, dude, oh, good, good for you. You know where you are and you know the kind of people that you're talking to. Another guy that I know, Coach, I asked him this recently. He has a billboard. And the billboard is his big fat picture. And then the billboard is upside down. And the billboard is upside down as far as all the writing goes. And it says, made you look. And I asked him, I said, when are you going to get rid of that? Because he doesn't look like that. And he said, never. And he said, the conversations that I have with people uh, about that are, are worth more than any 
billboard rental, you know, doing that mm-hmm. for, for publicity. And I said, yeah, what, what, what if, you, if you feel silly or what, what if that, that's ridiculous? And if you don't know this guy's personality, he said, hey, man, people are talking. Like people know this right there. He goes, that billboard we've had so long that there are people that are trying to drive up the price just to get it. I said, so they don't see your face anymore. And he said, Hey, they know me and they know that I had that. He goes, I don't do a transaction now where people don't reference that billboard. Like, like they know it. It's, it's a piece. It's a, it's a publicity thing for him. What and, other people would not be willing to do. Yeah. Those of us that live around this area know yeah, exactly which billboard you're talking about. Yes. There's also a, a a uh, business in town that's lived off of that same little piece of publicity. That was a mistake that they turned into a landmark. Ooh. Yeah. You've ever been, yeah. you know, I, 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 you know, it's a sporting goods place. Yeah. Everybody knows where it is. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll avoid saying sure, the yeah, name, don't give but, them the pub. <laughs> but you know, anybody that lives in this area knows you go downtown and, and you look for the upside down sign. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That's their landmark, and oh, yeah. everybody knows where it is. Everybody, you know, and they've turned it. You know, it, it was something that I think at first was he got aggravated about it, but he kind of I'm stuck with it. What am yeah. I going to do? And, and it was one of those things they stuck. Uh, probably I, I'm I'm guessing is that somebody put it up while he was away. Oh yeah, I bet it stayed up for a little while, and he comes back in. What in the world is going on with this with this sign and stuff like that? And then he kind of notices everybody's talking about it. And everybody's saying, hey, you know, if you, this is the place, it, just look for the upside down sign. You'll find it. You and know? Let's, let's roll with it. And he's, he's kind of like, man, maybe I, maybe this, and it has become, it has become a <laughs> Columbia landmark. Right. He's saying, we, we might be onto something here, right? Uh, so it's, uh, again, that's taking something that was a mistake or a, could be bad and turning sure. it into something extremely positive. Right. That's and, exactly and, and being something recognizable, uh, for your benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Being, uh, being you know. willing to, it's, it's a gamble. Yeah. And anybody that knows his store knows it's a, it's a high quality store. Oh, sure. You know, the stuff you get sure. out of there is high quality. And, and, and uh, you know, you just kind of have to chuckle at the sign, you know. Right. And, and he's like, he's chuckling all the way to the bank. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, and I have fun with that too. If people said something to me about it, I'd be like, are you serious? The sign's upside down. Oh, get out of here. We, we better fix the T-shirts. We better fix the stickers. We better fix the mugs. Hey, we, we we've got a whole community. Right. That's, that's built off of that. You know, I my travels. Mm-hmm. I, I went to Guyana, South America, and somebody found out where I was from. And they said, do you all really have a week-long festival for right. a mule? <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, we do. <laughs> we, we do, and you should come and be the yeah. Grand you should Marshall. come out there. And he goes, yeah. And this was, un, you know, what, he yeah. just found out where I was from, and, and he's like, so, you know, the, the idea, our name had reached South America. Right. This little village, <laughs> right? Out of the way village. It's a little out of the right, way village, right. and, and that's what's going. Where, where else is it reached? That well, that's what publicity and, does. It gives you it gives you legs. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a growth thing, and, and here's the thing. Christianity is supposed to be built on it. Christianity is supposed to be built on turning the world upside down with disciples going and making a big deal about Jesus. When you look at a business, you what you want to do is you want to create raving fans. You want people that are talking about who you are and what you do all the time. Your community is supposed to be known 
for what you do and how you do it in a unique and special way. We'll be back here on Circle and Broken talking about pub. Listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. 
You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Back on Circle and Broken, I'm your host, Taft Ayers, joined in with my man, Coach Mike. Welcome back, dude. Glad to be back. We're, we're having a fun time today talking about publicity, talking about what it means, talking about when you receive or when you get publicity. And there, there's a couple words that I want to read, Coach, because I started today's show by saying I love to speak, teach, and train and tell people, hey, I want to give you a word and you think about it. Well, when I give people a word and say, hey, publicity, what all do you think about? There's a couple words that might come to mind, okay? Attention, clout, fame, hype. As you mentioned earlier, Coach, Noise. Other people can think about it, and when they hear it, they can say press. They can say build up, promo. They can say stunt. And then there's another word that I want to sit on for a minute, Coach, and that word goes hand in hand with this. And that that word or that phrase, because it's two words, is this, PR, public relations. Now, when I went to that little college I told you about earlier, one of the first things I did was I declared a double major out of the gate. I said, I know I want to major in two things and I want to major in business and Bible. Two things I wanted to do. My first Bible class, excuse me, my first, I know what my first Bible class was. My first business class was PR, public relations. I went to that class every day, the whole semester, never missed it. I was intrigued. I was fascinated by it and and honestly a lot of ways and then coach let me tell you what happened i dropped the major i dropped the whole major because when i finished that semester pr and public relations as as a whole was wild to me the the spin element of it the war the attrition side of it it was it was just too much 
it, it was too much for me to handle. And the irony of it is, is that I went and started working with churches full time. <laughs> the irony of it is that I jumped into something where there was even more PR that was needed from, from time to time. But the idea of public relations and what those things mean, what, what it means to try to handle publicity, to handle how something is perceived, to handle how something is put out, you know, in, into the public eye is something that's it's got a lot of power to it. it. It has a punch to it in the sense of, hey, how do people think about me? How do people perceive me? Uh, how do people look at me? Uh, how do they do all these things? And so when we think about our own personal brand, this is a challenge I want to give everybody. You all have one. Everybody has a personal brand. Now, some of our reach might be further than others. Our audience might be different, might be tilted, might be more diverse than others. But everybody has a personal brand. You have a way that you control yourself. You have a way that you let yourself be known. It might not be putting on a T-shirt and sliding into the ring and the, the World Wrestling Federation or whatever we said earlier, World Championship Wrestling, whatever it is. It might not be having to wear a suit every day and make sure that your hair is in the exact same way because you're a public official. It might not be like us jumping on a media platform and talking to masses. But you all have a personal brand. You have a way that you are perceived and a way that you present yourself. It happens at school. It happens at businesses. It happens at church. It happens in the community when you walk up and down the street. One of the funniest things that happened to me was I went on one of my speaking trips and I came back. You remember this? I came back with a knife. And I came back with a knife because one of the guys there said, you don't, you don't, I don't, you don't carry a pocket knife. And I said, I don't. He said, man, take this one. Give me a nice little knife. And he said, but the best way for you to get comfortable with it and to learn it is to not look at it and just flip it all the time. Just flip it whenever you can. Free moment, get it out and just flip it. Well, coach, we joked about that. I would flip it all the time. I would flip it walking up and down West 7th Street because I'm just a fidget, something to do. I'm going to a meeting downtown. I'm flipping it. One day. You know, people are going to hear this and go, what an idiot. How does he live in the free world? <laughs> One day I was waiting on a check to be cashed and they were doing all my verification. And you know what I was doing? I was standing in the line, flipping it. You're like, you moron. I was doing dumb things to the point where I didn't realize what that looked like. And then one of the little dudes that I coach, he said, Coach Taft, me and my mom were, were, saw you the other day. We were driving. You were walking down the street carrying a knife. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, coach, coach Taft has lost it, you know, mm -hmm. going up and down the street. Uh, something that I didn't mean to put out there. Just, just a funny little story. But something that was a perception. That, that's what he saw uh, us do. I think our world would change immensely if we really thought about how we're seen. If we cared about how we're seen in the right ways. Now, there are some people, as we mentioned earlier, who do not care. They don't care how they're seen. They don't care how they're perceived. Uh, it doesn't matter to them. doesn't move the needle for them. But I think overall, when it comes to who we are, what we represent, and what we believe in, publicity needs to matter. It needs to matter to us. And here's what I mean. There was a guy that sat with me years ago that I knew, and he told me straight up in my living room, I'm going to be famous no matter what. Well, the no matter what really struck me. 
because I knew there were going to be things that he was going to have to sell out. There were going to be things that he was going to have to do. And he, he was in the sports broadcasting world. He had a niche that he was jumping into. And, and he's, he's relatively, I mean, famous now. There are people that, that know him on a, on a national level. So he, he's achieved it. Uh, I, I don't know his relationship with God. I don't know. I know the guy he was versus the guy he is now. I hope it's awesome. I hope, like, I hope it's great. And I hope he's made it and hasn't sacrificed a lot. But we had another buddy that was sitting in the same living room with us. One of the most talented musicians that I had ever been around. And he could sing. He could play. He had albums that we listened to at the time. And this is before you could produce easily. And I looked at him. His name was Jacob. And I looked at Jacob and I said, hey, man, what about you? We were just young guys spitballing when, when we're not pushing people into wrestling rings. We're really yeah. having like real <laughs> combos. And I looked at him. I said, Jake, I said, uh, about you, man. I said, you're going to be famous no matter what. And I wasn't, I wasn't mocking my other guy. I was mm-hmm. just saying like, you guys have like real talents and you're driven. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me and in the most humble way, he said, dude, dude, there's a lot of famous people out there. And I said, right. And he goes, all I really care about is that God knows my name. And dude, coach, like, and yeah. we all know that God knows our name. We all know that God knows the Bible says the hair on our head, right? Like Imago Day, like we, the image of God, the same God who we say all the time on the show, took the world and spun it into existence picture. He's got the whole world in his hands, pictured the big hand of God and the world, the earth, the globe being like a Harlem Globetrotter. Like he's just spinning that earth in his hand. That's the same God picture. Another hand who, who had breath and did this and he breathed life into you. And he made, I mean, that's your birthday, right? Like you're, that's your purpose. That's who you are. God knows our names, but sometimes we need to be reminded of that, that, Hey, I, I am a big deal to him. If I have a birthday, I have a purpose. Like say that over and over again. If you're in your cubicle, if you're in your car, if you're in the locker room, uh, we, we talk all the time about people on mowers listening to our show, wherever you are right now, if you have a birthday, you have a purpose. I mean, I need you. I need you to know that. But somebody with as much talent as he had, who could, I look at famous people now and I'm like, dude, Jake could be one of them. Like he, he could, he could have sold tons of records and be in a hall of fame. He, he literally now I know where he works. It's not far from here. And he, with the work that he does and the things that he does, God, God knowing his name is a big part of what he does. And I look at this and I think about it and I say, you know what? That's what I want to do. I want to make a big deal about that. Like that, that's what I want to do. That's, that's the publicity that I want. I want, I want publicity to be towards good things, towards helping people that that's something that's part of my DNA and, and who I want to be. The people that are listening to this right now, you've got to drive whatever it is. You just, it's going in one of two directions. It, it's, it's for good or for bad. And there's moments when something negative happens, and, and we started today talking about the idea of one of the first convos we had, and Coach, I can't remember if it was on this show or before we started, but we were talking to each other about when you fall, make sure you fall forward, right? Make, make you, You're going to mm-hmm. stumble. Stuff's going to happen, but make sure that you do that. And it doesn't have to be about spin, per se, but there are people that are watching. And I've said before on this show it's you against you. Everybody's watching. And so you're putting something out there for the public to see, for the public to digest. You can control 
that publicity to a degree with what you put out there. I think that's a challenge for people. Oh yeah. It, it, you know, we talk a lot about just, you know, being yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, first you got to figure out what yourself is. Oh yes. And yes. that's kind of the tough part. Right. Because sometimes our persona has become ourself. Right. We've, we, right. we've, we've worked so hard on the persona okay. that it's, it's, that it's become right. the self. And, and you, you've got to be aware of that, uh, you know, as, as an athlete, as a coach, right. I, you know, I told my athletes all the time, if you put on that Jersey, you know, and the same thing for me as a coach, you put yourself in a fishbowl. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and the illustration was I'd take a, I'd take a, a fishbowl full of water and I'd take a golf ball that a used golf ball, yeah, that, you know, yeah. I, I, I'd hold it up in front of them and say, okay, tell me where all the stuff is. And, you know, where's the next where you know, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I drop that golf ball in that fish bowl. And all of a sudden, of course it just, it's bigger. Mm. And I said, you know, and I said, now can you see all the faults and can you see that? Yeah. You know, okay. When you put the Jersey on or when I put the coach's hat on or something, you know, when you step out into the public, you drop into that fishbowl and everything's magnified. Now, is the ball any bigger? Is it really any bigger? No, it just looks bigger. It's more, you know, stuff it becomes. And I said, guys, it's going to happen to you both positively and negatively. Right. The good right. stuff you do is going to be better than it is. And the bad stuff you do is going to be worse than it is. Right. Right. But you got to accept when you accept the role that you're stepping into as an athlete, or I accept it as a coach or as a teacher, as a deacon in a church building, I put myself in that fishbowl. And the other thing I got to recognize from that fishbowl, there's no place to hide. Dude, that's it. That's <laughs> it right there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, everybody, you know, it's a 360 degree view right. of everything about me and it's magnified. Right. right. Okay. If you can live with that, go for it. Right. Understand that it's there, Mm. Mm. but understand also what comes with it. Right. And that, that responsibility responsibility. Yeah. And and I said, but it's also that, you know, and it's part of the publicity, right? You you, you want, you want the recognition. You know, we we all play ball for, you know, we, we, of course we love the game. So, but let's be honest. A lot of it's for the pats (laughs) on the back and we, you know, we like being recognized. Sure we do. And, uh, you know, there's nothing like the crowd, the roar of the crowd when you score the touchdown. Right. You know, right. Uh, your blood boils. Yeah. And, and so, um, you know, there's, but what comes with that attention, mm-hmm. what comes with that publicity. Right. Right. Is the magnification. I've, I have that conversation with young and, people uh, uh, all the time. You, all the you time. just got to be aware of it. Yep. And, and be ready for it. The more publicity you seek, the more magnification, the bigger that fishbowl gets. And the right. more you mag- get magnified. Well, dude, that's what we want to leave people with today. You, you live in a world that is increasingly magnified. And, and you're ignorant if you don't realize that. And so people are watching. You're magnified, especially when you start to do special things. We can hide. Uh, we can bury ourselves. We, we can kind of try to be, you know, n- nomadic. We, we, we can try to be people that, you know, hey, I'm, I'm just going to like not be in the public perception. I'm not going to root. I'm not going to ground. But that's not the life that we believe in here with Circle Unbroken. We believe that you are to have a life that is fulfilling, that is whole, that is complete. And we think that it's what you're created to do. 
We're so thankful that you're here with us on Circle and Broken. And we want you to know this. We want you to know that what you're doing and how you're doing it matters. You have a community that has been built. You have support here for you. And that this is a family on Circle and Broken that has your back. Have a wonderful day. We're glad that you joined us. When I saw that hers come rolling for to carry my mother away. Well, Mr.